Hello, it's Bonnie here. In the lead up to November 3, we've been running special editions of The Leader Looking at the US Election. Today's features Evening Standard journalist Michael Howey talking to CNN international correspondent Robin Kerno. Remember to subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on our analysis, commentary and interviews ahead of this historic vote. We've got some really special guests being lined up. Now, from the Evening Standard in London, this is the Leader US Election Special. Hi, I'm Bonnie Christian. How Donald Trump's appeal is being tested in the traditionally Republican state of Georgia. It's certainly very acute that we're seeing something changing. CNN international correspondent Robin Kerno says a week out from the vote, the mood in Georgia is electric. This is the Leader US election special. For more of the Evening Standard's coverage, pick up the newspaper or head to standard.co.uk. In a moment, the gloves are off in the fight for the peach state. This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharmadine Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. We are going to win four more great years in the White House. President Donald Trump and Democrat Joe Biden. That's what's at stake in this election. The soul of America. Head into their final days of an historic election campaign. Trailing Biden in national opinion polls, Trump is to hold rallies in three states key to his re-election hopes, Michigan, Wisconsin and Nebraska. Biden, meanwhile, will head to Georgia just days after Trump was there and where the challenger believes he has a fighting chance. Polls show the race in Georgia to be tight and a win by Biden there would likely likely be a severe blow to Trump's chances. The state hasn't supported a Democrat in a presidential election since 1992. Evening Standard journalist Michael Howey speaks with CNN international correspondent Robin Kerno, who says the battle for Georgia speaks to the political battles being fought across Trump's America. The polling in Georgia has got, you know, Trump and, and Biden pretty much neck and neck by the looks of it. If, if the polls are correct, that would be quite a, a marked change from, you know, previous elections. It's been, you know, it's a 5% um, victory for Trump last time round. I mean, does it feel like it's a particularly keenly contested contest in, in, a, in, a, in Georgia at the moment? 
it's almost electric here in the South. There's certainly a, a sense of expectation. I think the turnout that you're seeing, the early voting that you're seeing, um, is certainly adding to what appears to be massive enthusiasm and what could be record turnout. Now that's happening nationally, but here in Georgia, it's certainly very acute that we're seeing something changing. The point is, will it change to the expectation of, of Democrats that perhaps they could flip this ruby red state? Um, will it change in the sense that uh, a certain core group of Mr. Trump's supporters a lot of them angry white men um, who are here in the South who feel like he answers uh, their grievances. Uh, will they be able to hold on to the state because they are also turning out in massive numbers? So there is certainly enthusiasm. There is a sense of destiny, perhaps. People know that this is a generational election, but at the same time, nobody quite wants to make a bet on which way this is going to go. And what would you say are the key issues that um, voters are, you know, um, uh, considering? And, and to what extent are they issues that we see across the United States ahead of the election? Or are there any issues that are particularly significant in, in Georgia and in the South more generally? You know, Georgia is a state that is very traditionally South. Uh, you drive around Atlanta, you drive just a little bit out of Atlanta, and they pick up trucks and churches and white picket fences. And you see a lot of these lawn signs, the yard signs, where people literally wear their uh, political allegiance on their front garden. And there is, a, there is an expectation that this election speaks to what America is. And that big question on who is an American? What is America right now? And that is certainly playing out in this, this little state here. And the big issues, it, it depends who you speak to on the issue that speaks to them. For many Republicans, they see President Trump's law and order messaging as um, something that they appreciate, that they will vote for. They also appreciate uh, his pro-choice platform, whether or not he actually personally agrees that. Um, and they also like the man. They find him humorous. They like the presidency that they feel has uh, championed conservative values. Democrats, on the other hand, see him, of course, uh, as, a, as a racist, as a nationalist, as a populist, as somebody who will threaten women's rights, gay rights, African-American, uh, you know, African-American rights in the sense that uh, many people feel threatened by the racist rhetoric we've seen from this president. So what you're seeing on both sides uh, is this polarization that is certainly evident across this nation, but it's amplified here. And so the key issues, yes, they're very much evident, but it's evidence, but it depends who you speak to. Gun rights, very big issue here in, in the South. Many people mm. will vote for Donald Trump despite the racist rhetoric. They will vote for him on a single issue, such as protection mm. of the Second Amendment gun rights. Uh, so it's those sorts of things that play very heavily here, which is why the state is potentially in play, but also potentially not in play at all. Now, I know um, from previous reporting that, you know, Georgia is a state where there's been quite um, sort of fierce battle over uh, whether to, to lock down or whether to keep the economy going. The governor, Brian Kemp, um, got into a, a row, I think, with the, the mayor of um, Atlanta about face masks. What I'm wondering, I guess, because obviously the, the sort of the, the federal system is very different to the one uh, we have here. How much do you think uh, does Donald Trump's handling of coronavirus 
uh, matter vis uh, or, or 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 is 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 it more of a state uh, governance issue? If COVID, if coronavirus had not happened, I think Donald Trump would have had a clear path to victory. He would no doubt be taking this election. Whether it's on a national level or here in Georgia, the issue of coronavirus is very much front and center with voters. And the fact that the president weaponized mask wearing, that he has set up us and them scenarios, blue versus red states, in terms of how coronavirus is managed. He, he's also electrified the sort of right wing terrorist groups to, to push back on what they see as, you know, an, an erosion of states' rights when it comes to managing coronavirus. Coronavirus is very much at the forefront of Georgia voters' minds because people have been so impacted day to day. And this is where you're going to see a shift for pensioners, for seniors, suburban women, for example. Those groups, those big demographics carried Trump in the last election. But here in Georgia, pensioners, like in Florida or elsewhere, have been very hard hit. The old age homes, the fact that grandparents can't see their grandchildren, the fact that so many elderly people have died, will no doubt play into the fact that many pensioners uh, feel like Trump has bungled this. The same goes for suburban white women. Suburban white women in, in the suburbs of where I am here in Georgia, in Atlanta, carried Mr. Trump in the last election. Many of them have felt extremely frustrated at the way the president on a national level has handled coronavirus. And that, of course, has trickled down to the way Governor Kemp has managed it. And then, of course, created the division, the push and pull between the Atlanta mayor and the governor. That kind of antagonism has played out across the country, but it's certainly been very prevalent here. And women, particularly mothers, who've had to still, you know, homeschool their kids, who've had these mixed messages, who've been sick, who haven't had access to testing. It takes ages to find a place to test and then to get the results back. Mr. Trump is losing them in huge numbers. And coronavirus has definitely perhaps sealed the deal on who, who they will vote for. And at the moment, by, by polls are suggesting they're going for Mr. Biden. And that's The Leader. You can watch the video of that interview by visiting standard.co.uk. And we also have morning briefings available at 7am through your smart speaker. Just ask for the news from The Evening Standard. This podcast is back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.